Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Murder Moses. I'm Day. And I'm Ree. And I'm Ruby. And it's another week on the Murder Moses podcast. Another week. Week. Oh. Mm. Nope. Mm. I did like the white people clapping right there. <laughs> if y'all don't know, Ruby's white. So <laughs> she just... I don't know if you guys knew that or not. I hope y'all have seen our Instagram. <laughs> That's me. What? That's funny. Um, what are y'all drinking? I'm still drinking water. So champagne. Champagne. Y'all already know. The Malibu and Coke. Malibu. Re switching it up the last couple weeks. Ruby staying true to herself. Consistency. <laughs> and um, I'm doing this shit knowing good and hell well. I'm gonna have a fucking headache. I'm sorry. Oh. We're heading into Capricorn season. I must be my best self <laughs> for my yeah, transformation um, to come to a fertile circle. I think the week that they're hearing this, I hope y'all had a Merry Christmas. <laughs> Have a holly jolly. Oh, when are, when are they hearing this? I think they're hearing this one December 27th. Hope y'all got everything well, y'all wanted. Happy birthday to me. Um, <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> we missed Ruby's birthday on the last episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to check. But yeah, I'm pretty sure this is... I'm, it's gonna be funnier if this is not this week. If but... not, have, happy birthday, Jesus, or whatever. And Ruby. <laughs> and Ruby. I love how I'm like, don't forget me about Jesus. <laughs> don't forget me. Uh, happy birthday, Jesus. <laughs> uh, anything interesting happened this week, y'all? So I fell. Oh. Well, I didn't fall what? all the way, what? <laughs> but I smacked the fuck out of my knee against the, the tub. And when I tell you I smacked it, Jesus Christ, I like stood there for like 10 minutes, like trying to breathe it out, the pain, trying to breathe like out the, the pain. The wind was knocked out of you, like from your knee. <laughs> Jesus. So then I'm like, okay, I get ice, fill up the little thing, because y'all know I got my little ice maker that I love so dearly. Anyways. I put the ice in the baggie, get my head wrap that I use to wrap my hair, but I wrap the <laughs> I wrap the, the ice around my knee. And and then I hear a boom, 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 boom on my door. What the fuck? So I was it the neighbor limp. This is what I thought. I was like, I don't have time for this shit. So I put my pepper spray <laughs> in my hand and shook it up. I don't have time for the bullshit. So <laughs> I get up, try to push the youngest behind me because he thinks every knock on the door is a package. He's like, oh, <laughs> is this for me? What money do what you have? You what did you order? Did you order? You got an Amazon account? Or I'm confused. So I open up this drawer and this guy is like completely out of breath. He's like, hey, uh, I try to call you. I got a package for you. And I'm like, you don't. Who, where, who are you? Why is he out of breath? Because <laughs> he's portly and I have steps. Um, so I say, where are you from? And he's, and then I look at his shirt. Oh, oh, okay, you're from Uline. So 
I forgot. And my sister texted me, but I wasn't paying attention to my phone. She was texting me to let me know uh, the boxes that she had ordered for our business were there. So he's like, yeah, I got them downstairs, but I don't know how. He was like, can I put them in your garage? I was like, I don't have a garage. He was like, well, I don't know what to do because it's on a pallet. I was like, oh, fucking what? He's like, yeah, it's on a pallet. And obviously a pallet's not coming up the stairs. It's too, yeah. you know, too, too tight. And he by himself? And he was by himself. And he goes. That's why he was out of um, breath. Okay. He's like, I could re-deliver it. I was like, and what the fuck is that going to do? You're going to re-deliver Are you going to come up with a garage? <laughs> right. You got somewhere to put this shit? Um, so he's like, um, I was like, look, let me see how big it is. Let me see what it looks like. And like then we'll just figure it out so i go downstairs with my swollen fucking knee and i see the pallet i'm like oh that's cool dude just take the pallet off and i'll take everything off of the pallet and then dispose of the pallet he's like okay so he takes it off and i'm like "Ooh, my knee's throbbing and i gotta pick all of this shit up and take it back up the stairs. It was, and help. I didn't even know. He didn't help. And I didn't know. Hell no. And I didn't know it was hot. I didn't know it was this warm outside because <laughs> I hadn't been outside since the morning. So I still had a hoodie on because it's cold in my house. So my goofy ass pick up one box, start running up the steps, and I'm like, "Whoa, fuck! It's hot. Shit, it's hot as a bitch." Go back down the stairs. I bring up like. I have to take six trips to get the shit. And then I have to pick up the pallet and take it over to the trash can. I do all of that. Get upstairs and sit down. And my son comes home. Like literally. Literally wow. as soon as I push the fucking pallet trash can. My son comes home from school for lunch. <sighs> I said, ain't this about a motherfucking bitch? <laughs> And damn near killed myself for my Achilles and my Achilles and whatever else is what whatever's in your knee. Should have had that high schooler running up and down them stairs. And your little slim ass and just walked through the door and I'd have did all this work. I was fucking huffing and a puffing. I was like, Jesus, I'm too old for this. This is ridiculous. I would have been and, knocking on neighbors' doors, like, can I see this in your garage real quick? Tell my friend. And my and my tiny Todd is like, you want me to help you? Leave me alone, man. <laughs> you cannot help me. You cannot. He so <laughs> could have did something. Give him man. just one little box. I was like, Jesus, help me. How, how is your knee now? Horrible. Still horrible. <laughs> and it's fat on one side. Oh, no. You whatever. You to see a doctor. Eh, whatever. How long ago was that? A few days ago? Dr. Schmacher. It was today. Oh, that was today. Today. I was thinking. Well, at least it was a. It was overcast today. So when like the sun was beaming today, it was hot. It, it was, was so hot. hot. It was. So it was hot. hot. Yes, but at least I was like, "Why was, did you do this to me?" At least it wasn't like three months ago hot. So, and then while yeah. I was packing the pallet, the 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 driver guy drives right by. Bitch. Fucking helped you. Oh shit! I was like, okay, my guy. 
You were his last. <laughs> right. He was he was already sweating like a pig by the time he got to my door. So I knew he was not. He was already confused. Like, oh fuck, you don't have a girl. Fuck. Okay, I don't even know what to do right now. Lord, well, I got my boxes and yep, I can ship now. There we go. I hope it feels better. <laughs> Me too. Based on when this episode comes out, um, hopefully everybody had a good Christmas. Hopefully my kids had a good Christmas because that'll be my interesting thing of the week. So, and even if they don't, they better pretend they did. For I hope real, you get everything. Mama spent a lot of money. <laughs> I just really like Christmas. Like you I see don't. my house, three. I have three Christmas trees up in my house. Right? I fucking hate Christmas trees. Just a, a lot. You can see behind me, Parker got a whole ass tree in her room. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I'm Christmas. a birthday person. I will like. I'll tell everybody off top. I'm not getting you anything for Christmas, but catch me on your birthday. I, I just don't like Christmas. It's just not me, it's, and it could be trauma. <laughs> oh, okay. in the fact i'm positive <laughs> but uh yeah i, think that's I don't why like, I, like go all out because i mean i had good christmases but like yeah, i did i don't know <laughs> like i had like good christmases like most years but like some years it was like mm-hmm. i was just yeah. talking about sister the other day like dude remember we used to have to we were so poor we had to be on the angel tree <laughs> Oh, yeah. I didn't have a Christmas. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't do Christmas. Just it's not my thing. But I do lose myself and like whatever my kids ask for. I'm like, okay, yep, got it. Uh huh, got that. Yep, check, check, check. Like, stop it. Stop. That's me. See, that's good. that's me. <laughs> no, it's tra- it's it's a trauma response. <laughs> I, I I agree. I agree. <laughs> it's totally a trauma response. Oh but, no, okay. that's me too. Everything, <laughs> everything, uh, everything Parker asked for, she got. If yep. I didn't buy it, her daddy bought it. Yep. Or if I didn't my get it, somebody got it. it. Yeah. And then same thing with my brother, or one of my sisters. I bought my somebody brother a fucking uh, fucking VR, uh, one of those Oculus things. That shit's expensive. Uh yeah, mm-hmm. that's what that's what my son wanted. I bought it. You're a wild gal. I fucking bought it. <laughs> You're a wild gal. And he is bad as hell. I don't know why I bought it, but I bought <laughs> it. And he got a bunch of other shit that he don't need. It's just yeah, yeah. But I figure it'll I'll probably make it more of like a him and my husband gift because I'm sure they'll be the ones using it. I don't even know how it works. Like, does it connect to a PlayStation? Does it have its own games? I, who knows? It does. It, it has, has its own games? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Because I had bought Zach one, like, two years ago, but then he was like, you should just return it. Because, like, <laughs> he doesn't... Like, he meant well. He was right, though, because, like, he's not... Like, he. we have a PS4 and, like, video games, but, like, we don't... He doesn't really do video games. And he would have just, mm-hmm. like used it and been like once and been like that's cool and then like not really use it again so he was like just no <laughs> my brother's that's probably me. gonna break something probably. probably i buy things and i'll be like mm, it was great for today but yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't need it lord i guess we can get started this week um i'll go first 
Um, <clears throat> let's talk about Carl Panzram. He was oh. an American serial killer, a rapist, an arsonist, a oh. robber, and a burglar. Man, he was all those things. Wow. Yes. Miraculous. He was all categories. <laughs> he was born in 1891 into a large family. He was one of eight siblings. Um, at a young age, he was forced to work on the family farm. And right around the time he was working on the farm, truancy laws came into effect. So his parents were all pissed that they had to send the kids to school. So they went to school, but then when they got home, they had to work on the farm. So this kid's like five and getting like two hours of sleep because he happened to work on the farm. Um, and he said that punishment in his home ranged anywhere from being chained to starved. Yeah. Um, that's yeah yeah that's a that's a yeah. <laughs> like that's not punishment yeah. by age five five or six he was a full-blown thief um in 1899 at age eight he was charged in juvenile court for being drunk and disorderly <laughs> at eight <laughs> at age 11 he was arrested for being drunk uh, he also stole some cake, an apple, and a revolver from his neighbor. Um, in 1903, he was... I feel like I put the wrong year. No, I didn't. Okay. In 1903, he was uh, sent to reform school, and he made claims of being beaten, tortured, and raped, and he wanted to uh, burn the school down, so he did it. Um, in 1905, he burned the school down. Um, but they didn't know it was him. He somehow did it without being caught. Um, yeah, this, yeah. <laughs> By his teens, he was a full-blown alcoholic and was always in trouble, whether it be uh, burglary or theft. Um, he became homeless at age 14 because I guess his parents were just like, get the fuck out. You got done. the fucking go. You're like, I literally um, have no idea what to do with you. Um. <laughs> So he served uh, multiple jail sentences over his lifetime. He had 11 different aliases that he went by. Um, in 1913, he was in state prison, but he escaped within a week. And within a week of that, he was arrested again. In 1920, he burglarized the home of William Taft, who was president of the United States at one point in time. Um, he then... He then uh, took off on a, on a murder spree that lasted eight years through multiple countries. Apparently, he stole so much money that he was able to, to buy a boat. I was so just about was, to say, yeah. <laughs> how the fuck was he doing it? He would sail to different places um, and he would like lure sailors from bars and get them drunk, rape them, and then shoot them uh, with a gun. Um, his... The, his way I guess his crime of choice was raping and killing boys or men because um, he did kill both men and boys on um, August 30th 1928 he was arrested in uh, Washington DC for burglary and he ended up admitting to three murders and was sentenced to 25 years to life um, when he was in jail he warned the warden that he'd kill the first man that bothered him so there was this man that 
there was this man sometimes that, i um, have that mood <laughs> <laughs> there's this man that bullied and antagonized like everybody and like really picked on him so june 20th 1929 he beat him to death with an iron bar well, i'm not gonna he say was, he was warranted but if he was bullying everyone, i mean <laughs> He was then uh, convicted and sentenced to death. And while on death row, um, this one officer was like super nice to him. So he was like, hey, he's nice to me. So I'm going to confess and write down all the summary of all my crimes. So he opened his statement, his, his summary with, in my lifetime, I have murdered 21 human beings. I have committed thousands of burglaries, robberies, larcenies, arsons. And last but not least, I have committed sodomy on more than a thousand males. For all of these things, I am not in the least bit sorry. <gasps> if I was that cop, I would have been like, uh, mm, interesting. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> Noted. Yeah. So they hung him on September 5th, uh, 1930. Um, and he told them to hurry up because they were moving too slow, I guess. And he was like, I could have killed a dozen men while y'all were in here screwing around. <gasps> yeah. So he only lived oh. to be 39 years old. And I mean, well, he I had a even, hell of a life. I didn't even tell you all the shit because I wasn't going to read all that. Because <laughs> yeah. it was a lot of different crimes that he did. Um, um. But he confessed to 21. They confirmed five um but they suspect that he's killed over 100 people yeah. that he killed over 100 people so he was he was out there in the 1800s early 1900s she's a beast yeah a blast blast eight blast. years old drunk man when i read and, that i was like hold up and disorderly <laughs> not even just drunk but disorderly. <laughs> How that was kind of funny. Dare you touch my toys? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I shouldn't make fun of that, but Lord. Well, who wants to go next? I will. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I was looking up military stuff and ran up on this guy. Ronald Gray. I don't know why I thought he was about to have like five names. <laughs> nope. Big Ron. That Big Ron. Um, joined the Army at 18. Uh, guess where he was stationed at? Come on. Take a wild guess. Fort Hood. Fort Bragg. Same thing. Might as well be. Who cares? Um, anyway. What he did was a lot. Like, he did a lot. Like, this is, <laughs> wow. Was it as much as this last man did? Um, he did a lot. He did too much. <laughs> That's what he fucking did. As a United States Army man, like, I'm a little, this is sad. So, um, he started, well, I don't even know if that's when he started, but April 27th, 1986, he murdered um, a civilian. She was 23 years old. He, so he started in April. Here comes December. He raped and murdered a second girl. She was 18. 
And I'm trying to keep them to, to keep the dates because they were so close together. It's like, dude, where the fuck did you find the time? So that, so it went April 27th, December 11th, and then he went to December 15th. He abducted, raped, sodomized, and murdered um, and, and one of his people that he worked with. Um, Laura, Laura Lee Vickery Clay, she was 18. She disappeared from Fort Bragg and two witnesses saw her um, at the Kmart with who was later identified as Ronald. Um, her car was found the next morning a block away from her home. It, it looked like they had drove through the woods and the driver's seat was like super far back because I think Ronald is like kind of tall. Anyway, so that was December 15th. On the 17th of January, he don't be having almost no breaks. He, um, she, she had raped, sodomized, shot a young lady in the neck and in the back of the head. Um, she had blunt force trauma to different parts of her body. And um, I guess he had stolen her. I don't know if he stole her car in November and then they didn't find her body until January or if he stole the car. I don't know. But that was January 17th. I don't know why they don't have it in order. So on January 3rd, he attempt he raped but and attempted to murder a 19-year-old girl. And he entered her barracks. She stayed in a um, what do you call it? in a dorm room she was in a dorm room and he held a knife to her throat he asked for her field gear and then tied her up with it removed her clothes raped her um, he stabbed her repeatedly in the neck and threatened to return and kill her first friend sir you've stabbed me multiple multiple times i think i'm gonna die anyway you telling me I can't scream when one of my lungs is collapsing? I don't I don't have the air to scream. How is that supposed to work? <laughs> so when his photograph appeared on the news, um, that young lady was able to say, hey, that's the guy that got me too. So on January 6th, he raped and murdered his third girl because the one before her he didn't kill um he picked up she was picked up by a cab this girl was 23 and um her body was she was picked up in a cab and then later found in uh some woods and he did the same thing to her that he did to everybody else raped beaten stabbed um but her mouth was gagged and um, with her belt. I guess she had on like karate pants. I don't know if she was leaving like karate class or what, but that's what happened there. So all of that happened is through December and, and then January of 87. So he finally got caught in November of 87. Um, 
he pleaded guilty to two counts of second degree murder. So he was sentenced. So this is by the regular courts, civilian courts. He was sentenced to eight life sentences, including three to be served concurrently. So then the military was like, I, 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 not so fast. Yes, over here. So they did a general court martial, and it lasted from December 1987 until April 1988. Um, he was convicted of 14 charges. And then on April 12th, 1988, he was unanimously sentenced to death. <laughs> unanimously <laughs> um he was and this is um he was additionally sentenced to a dishonorable discharge duh um total forfeiture of all pay duh and reduction to rank of e1 um he did like a whole lot of lot of appeals um he did he tried to like plead insanity he tried to do all kind of different things say stuff was not being treated right just a whole bunch of stuff and shit he's still doing appeals today um but in 2008 george bush had approved his execution like go ahead and get that man on out of here but he was supposed to be killed he was supposed to be Set put to death by lethal injection December 10th, 2008. But that didn't happen because he continued to appeal. And like as recent as I think 2017, the judge was like, listen, I, I don't want to hear about you again. Like, let's no, we're not going to hear your case. Um, period. And he didn't give a reason. He just said, we're, we're not we're not doing this again. Yo, has been holding on since 1988. <laughs> Sitting your ass on death row, bothering the fuck out of us for these all these damn years. 30 years. Nobody got time for that. So mm -hmm. maybe he'll end up getting that lethal injection soon. Uh, oh, but yeah, he can't do any more appeals. Well, good. Keep us updated. If <laughs> Ronald Gray. Oh, Lord. Oh, Ruby, wanna go? Alrighty, y'all. We are gonna do. This is a little topsy turvy, curvy one, like some I've done before. <laughs> this is the intruder and the murder of Melinda. Pl oh no, Melinda! I'm so sorry. Plus Kovic. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Yes that so picture this it's october 23rd 2017 good stuff so police received a phone call from a man who said i think someone killed my wife but according to the man um he had come home to find his wife bleeding from multiple stab wounds inside their home he said to the operator that it looked as though his wife had been stabbed in the back adding that they had people trying to break into their house all year like what if people are trying to break in my house all year we would just simply have to move or <laughs> i'd be like y'all need to stay outside of my house for like a week to see like i don't know something like but that's just unsettling um 
So the victim would be identified as 49 year old Melinda. Um, she was a longtime middle school teacher. Um, she taught sixth grade, which you literally could not ever pay me enough to teach middle school. I would never, <laughs> never in my life. I loved middle school. I, I so wish I had loved I middle school. Middle schoolers. I didn't love no school. <laughs> Anytime I start like, like trying, like I get out of counseling, go back into it, new counselor, literally like, they're just like, so what brings you in today? And I'm just like, so middle school. <laughs> 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 Where are we going to start from? Let's start middle school. <laughs> but anyway, so Melinda's autopsy sh- uh, would show that she had been stabbed and shot to death. So just a lot going on. So Melinda and her husband, Bruce, had reported attempted break-ins at their home, as well as thefts and suspicious activity in months leading up to her murder. In fact, the 911 call, in the 911 call, Bruce had lashed out, telling the operator and these are his quotes. You know, we've asked people to watch our freaking area. We had people uh, attempt to break in just this week. I don't know what's going on in this city. You people dropped the fucking ball. So he's just going off. He's like, oh, he's sassy. Yeah. Bruce is like, y'all have done messed up. So in January, police responded to, so like earlier that year, um, police responded to the home after receiving a report of a theft Bruce's laptop had been stolen from his car. And then in July, he reported a suspicious, suspicious person. He then reported that an adult and two teenagers were hiding behind his home. And when he addressed them, the man told the teenagers to run. And so the police like searched the neighborhood, but didn't find anything, which I'm just like, that, that's just so weird. That is just so weird. And I would be so uncomfortable. Um, so then in September, just before the murder, police were called to the home for a suspicious situation. Um, Melinda told police that a set of her car keys had vanished. Then just the week before the murder, police responded to an attempted burglary at the couple's home. So the suspicious activity at the home had only added Who like keeps mis- coming to the same house though, is my question. <laughs> like that's and then like- you come in at the same time. Motherfucker, you yeah. know I'm here. <laughs> Yeah. So they were just like, so after the police, like found all that stuff out, they're like, so is someone trying to break into this house? And they finally did it. And like Melinda walked into it and that's what happened. Or are they even connected at all? Like what's going on? So at the time of the murder, Melinda had been at home with the couple's son who had down syndrome and was nonverbal. She had text Bruce at around 4 30 PM and told him to meet her at this place called brew kettle. Um, this was the last communication that Bruce, uh, Bruce, um, that Bruce had with his wife before finding her stabbed to death in the kitchen. Um, when Bruce entered the home, he had been with, and this is where we get all curvy, topsy turvy. So when Bruce entered the home, he had been with 20 year old Jeffrey Scullin Jr. who had been engaged to Melinda and Bruce's daughter, and they shared a one-year-old daughter together. So the murder had come just a couple of days before the wedding was scheduled. Okay. Bruce and Jeffrey had been out for dinner together that evening at Applebee's. You know what? Red flags right there. Um, the and they was fucking. <laughs> what? They was fucking. No. <laughs> I thought that's but damn, that would have been interesting. That Definitely not if you're taking them to Applebee's. I hope not. I hope you ain't <laughs> trying to fuck off no Applebee's. <laughs> 
So after they had Applebee's, that's when they returned to the home together to uncover the scene. Um, so following the murder, Melinda's funeral was, you know, everyone was there, you know, the whole, everyone's sad and just shocked that this happened. Bruce and Jeffrey, okay, were, would serve as pallbearers, which is just like so sad and devastating. Um, but on the 31st of October, there was an unexpected twist when Jeffrey had been arrested and charged with the murder of his future mother-in-law. He was a pallbearer. This man carried her. He was at Applebee's. I'm confused. (laughs) This paper. That always blows me when you could like literally kill somebody and then be at their funeral. Like, I'm, I can't believe, I can't believe this happened to Debbie. Motherfucker, yes, you can. Like you yes, happened you to can. Debbie. It was you. Like, it, well, but like, that's, that's my hard. thing is I'm like, he was a pallbearer. So not even like attending the wedding. Like he carried her freaking body down the aisle. Like, anyway, so this is him. Oh, he looked like he killed he, people. Yep. Real winner. He looked like he killed people and eat boogers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but so at the time of all this, he had been living with melinda and bruce so i think like him their daughter and their little one-year-old were living with them so after the murder investigators had found a large tactical knife in good old jeffrey's pickup truck and a forensic examination of the knife determined that there was blood on the blade and that blood belonged to melinda so jeffrey's dna was also found on the handle of the knife they also found blood on the door handle of the passenger side According to investigators, Jeffrey had a history of disagreements with Melinda and had attacked her at the home and then dined with her husband as she lay dead at home. So he really went just wow. killed her before just skedaddling to Applebee's to have a dollar margarita. So a grand jury would indict um, Jeffrey on all aggravated murder charges, as well as charges of felony assault, tampering with evidence, and making false alarms, which we'll get to that. Um, it would be revealed that Jeffrey had made a full confession to the murder, but his defense lawyer would attempt to get it thrown out of evidence, claiming it was coerced. The judge, however, was like, nah, and he denied the request. Um, in October of 2018, Jeffrey appeared in court and pleaded no contest to the murder. This <laughs> meant that he avoided um, a jury trial. He did not formally admit to the charges, but admitted that the facts in the indictment were the truth. The prosecution would reveal that Melinda had been shot three times and stabbed 36 or 30 times. Um, at the time of the murder, um, freaking the little one-year-old daughter she was 15 months old she was in the house he really had yeah yeah so jeffrey's defense team attempted to claim that um he pleaded guilty to avoid the family hearing gruesome evidence stating he that he saw the pain that the family was suffering and despite how he may be betrayed he's not a cold-blooded killer um Uh, sure you are yeah but the prosecutors on the other hand they were like okay but he had that history with disagreeing with her and then he planned the murder so he was like no he is a cold blooded killer like stop so part of the planning included reporting phony break-ins at the family's home um he had given a detailed description of somebody who allegedly tried to break into the family's home um and then so jeffrey would be sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole for 33 years 
before the sentence was read out, um, his, his fiance, mother of his child said in an impact statement, Jeffrey Scullin should never be allowed to walk free again. He is a manipulator, a pathological liar, a thief, a sociopath, and above all else, a sadistic murderer. He shows no remorse and deserves to spend his days away from the innocent. Um, So Jeffrey never provided a motivation of the murder, but it had been uncovered that his credit card had been declined 14 times by the wedding venue he was scheduled to get married in. The wedding venue had eventually canceled the wedding and had contacted Melinda about the matter. And so prosecutors speculated that Melinda had confronted him and that's what happened. Well, they was going to find out anyway that the car declined 14 times. Somebody was going to find what? out y'all was going to have to get married well, in the backyard. in this card 14 times. Right. The fact they the gave him 14 chances. Like, <laughs> venues nowadays wow. would not, would never. God. Oh, shit. But yeah, do we have any bonus material? All right. So this goofy other week happened in 1985. Um, Dennis Newton, he was on trial for robbing a convenience store. And while he was, he decided to defend himself in court for the crime. And um, he said he was innocent. He ain't do it. And then the um, store manager came in and was like, you know, how they asked, do you see the man who robbed you? And he pointed at Dennis and Dennis was like, I know. should have blown your fucking head off. Uh, I realized what he said. He's like, well, I'm just saying if I was there, then that's just what I would have did. Anyway, Dennis is Dennis went on ahead and went to jail because Dennis is fucking goofy. That's why. Oh, Dennis. So that's the old oh, cartoon trick. Dennis. 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 That's the old cartoon trick. All right. Well, that's been another episode of Murder Moses. I hope y'all had a wonderful holiday season. Uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and tell your friends to listen to us. And we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.